from the Adara Spa to X-Formulation Skincare to Airbnb hosting to being a working mom, it's time to talk skin and business with Julie Grosso. Welcome back to Skin and Biz Talk. Welcome back to Skin Biz Podcast. I am your host, Julie Grosso, and I am super excited today. I have been waiting a very long time to have this conversation. <laughs> and I, <laughs> she's laughing. Um, and I'm really excited for you guys to follow her if you're not following her already. And I'm going to give you her handle right now. I am talking with Jessica. Her uh, handle is Jess, J E S S, dot the dot esthetician with an A. So A E S T H E T I C I A N. She's an anti aging specialist, she's an acne specialist from Face Reality. She's an expert in lashes, lash lifts specifically, sorry, um, and brows. And she also now has the derma peel, the perfect derma peel. So I'm really excited to talk with her today. Thank you for joining me, Jessica. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> Are you nervous? <laughs> no, I'm not. The only thing I'm nervous about is that you're going to hear one of my kids crying, honestly. Oh, God, so. please. If it's not yours, it's my, we couldn't, we wouldn't be able to tell. The other people would not know which child that is. Mine or yours. That's so good. No big deal. <laughs> um, good. I'm Let's really excited to yours. talk with you. It's been. I'm excited too. Like so long. How long have we been talking now for like a year and a half? at least I think yeah I would yes I remember your Instagram when you had like 3,000 followers if that gives you any <laughs> guidelines I feel like um you were definitely one of the first people on my new page that I spoke to um I remember being really obsessed with your microneedling before and afters I have this oh, thank vision you. in my mind of the blood before and after pictures that you had, and you just had some good before and afters with microneedling, and that was like my memory of your page at first, and she's from Utah for those that don't know, and we actually have a lot of followers in common, which I'm going to get to. this. We have a list of questions to ask Jessica, but I'm going to go a little rogue because I have, she's like the longest pen pal I think I've ever had, <laughs> so... <laughs> I have all these other random things. And if you don't follow her, you're missing out not only on a good esthetician with really incredible work that she does for her clients, but her stories are freaking hilarious. Every single day, it is the most entertaining thing to listen to you do a story. I find you so entertaining. Everything that comes out of your mouth makes me laugh. Well, you know what it is, is that I'm a mom and I like don't have any friends. So I <laughs> camera's my friend. Stop. <laughs> I know my sisters don't get it. They think it's like, they always make fun of me and they always think it's like really weird. They're like, I just don't, I just don't understand. Like when people get, you know, they're like, have these friends online and like, who are you even talking to? I'm like, I swear to God, these are like my actual friends. Like I don't leave the house that often. I'm like, yeah. I'm like literally traveling and you know doing trade shows but other than that those like crazy moments of seeing a million people at once I'm a mom like you and I'm feel like I'm talking mm -hmm. to, like I forget how to talk to people because I'm talking to a baby all day long and a toddler so then I forget yeah. to have like real conversations so then when you can text a conversation it makes you sound a little bit more intelligent than if you were to hear me like speak because I feel my brain cells have gone really significantly have dropped since I've had completely children. gone <laughs> especially for you right now like you how I don't even remember the first year of either of my children's lives because it's like sleep is real and it your brain just doesn't work without it no your brain doesn't and I make this joke because with Xander I already was kind of an insomnia insomniac and I didn't sleep very much but you know that's not compared to what it's like to have children so when I had Xander I had a month before I cracked like I make the joke like I didn't crack for a month I did really good with Antonia it took me like three days I cracked so I was like this did not last long like I need yeah, sleep it's and crazy like, sleep is essential I'm on red um it is so but we've been talking <laughs> for a long time <laughs> And I mm -hmm. we have um, really enjoyed um, having a friendship with you. We've had a lot of conversations via DM. It's not just like 
normal, like supporting each other. It really has been so much more than that. She actually bought Antonia her first outfit. So if that gives anyone any insight, I think I told you first, I don't think I I told yet. Um, Like obviously my, you know, my, my husband knew, but like not, I didn't like announce it or anything. So um, we had, we've had a lot of really um, deep mom conversations and in general, I just really appreciate our relationship. And like I said, not only is her content great and she's so helpful with other estheticians. I think if you're another esthetician with that alone, you need to follow her. And so I was doing a little digging because I like to, you know, prep before my interviews. And I um, started looking at our followers and we have a lot of followers in common. But um, I also noticed because I actually don't follow this person on my personal page, I, but XF follows her. You are also being followed mm-hmm. by the Dallas esthetician. Uh, do tell that story because I think estheticians would want to know. Do you know why? <laughs> I think you know why. I, hope you know I why. just have to say, <clears throat> Savannah is one of the nicest humans. And I think that she's very misunderstood online. And not that I like speak to her a lot, but this is honest to God how we started talking. So there's this page called, I don't even know what they're called. They're like these, this married couple that um, tries to help people better their spa businesses. Do you know who they are? Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember. I have no who idea who they are, but she was. I'm yeah. So she was kind of like calling them out. Oh, good. Okay. I was so she was kind of like calling them it. out online. You know what? Yes, I'm, and um, she should. <laughs> I try not to do that. Yeah, but she should. And I like hopped on their page, and I remember messaging her, and I was like, "Are you talking about these people who don't have any furniture in their house?" <laughs> and she just started laughing really hard at my response, and then she also, you know, I I feel like anytime somebody talks about um being a little bit thrown off or sad about becoming pregnant. I really resonate with that because I was devastated when I found out I was pregnant with my daughter mm-hmm. and I love her. And I'm so glad she's here, but I feel like that's a very real thought and that it nobody is. really talks about. Yep. And so I remember messaging her after she, you know, was talking about how scared she was being pregnant with Cyrus. And I just said, listen, I felt the same way, but you know, don't be worried about them living or surviving. Like I throw tips at my kids like every <laughs> once in a while and it's fine. And she said, you are one of my people. And I was shocked that she started following me because I was like, I'm like a little podunky esthetician. Um, and we've had a couple of chats since then, but, but she's a very, Savannah's a very, she's a good human. Um, that's really funny that you say that because that is a big conversation me and you had when I found out I was pregnant with Antonia. And I think, um, having real conversations with people, um, obviously changes the way that you look at them. I mean, obviously online, everyone has their persona and, you know, what they're trying to put out. And she's had her page for many years and, um, Mm -hmm. she obviously has the direction she's going in. And so therefore, she, I, I could see why she would be misunderstood because it's, it's just like a different direction. You know, everyone has a direction that, that they're going in, but regardless, you don't get to have a lot of real conversations with the point um, because you're not going to literally sit there and DM people your yeah. whole life story. But because you opened the door for that, for her and for me, um, I, I think that it's nice to get that human side because you know, you, when you are on Instagram, you, we, I think, you know, what's funny is me and you are for anyone who's not into this, I apologize, but I'm going to mention it. Me and Jessica are very into the <laughs> drama right now. We are thick in it and we are, I'm so for it. I'm, I love it. I've been yeah. watching since the beginning, but you do forget that yes. like, people are, these people are real human beings. Right. And so same with Savannah. She yeah. has so many followers that people probably forget that she's a real human being. Um, mm-hmm. and say very many nice things sometimes I'm sure to her and, um, especially mm-hmm. estheticians were known for being like the judgiest, you know, uh, yeah. group of people. And so when I made my page, I was like, this is going to be, I'm wondering how this is going to go for me because this is how we're known, you know, we're known for being 
really judgy. And so the fact that I'm trying to create something just for us and really help our community makes me a little nervous, like the backlash I'm going to get. I'm lucky I have not had that. Um, but mm-hmm. she also has a lot more followers. So whatever I get, she gets a hundred times more of that. And I think being able to have a real conversation with someone makes you see them differently. Um, and I think that's really funny because you had the same conversation with me and it really did make me feel better because I felt like I was in a really dark place um, and I felt really alone. And it's funny that someone mm-hmm. online you haven't met in person can help kind of keep you going, um, you know, through those moments. And I think that's what you did for her. And that's probably why. And she's not wrong what she's saying about those people. I got them. I I try to make sure I try to only talk about positive things, but like in person, I'm like, I love talking shit on my DMs with you. Like I could do that. All day. Yes. You know, online, I try really hard to like, just keep it positive. There's literally no reason to go that direction. Um, right. And she's younger and that's, and it's her prerogative to do it. And she, someone probably should, but she's not wrong. Um, I will talk in Vegas at the trade show about my. Experience. Yeah. And. I think essentially that's what she was just trying to warn people, you know. And that's nice of her, to be honest. Yeah. Because how many people have wasted money? I've had a lot of people that have done marketing kits with me. And my marketing kits are one-on-one. I don't just Mm -hmm. like, here's like some advice, pay me or whatever. Um, I literally Mm -hmm. log into their Instagram accounts, their websites, their emails, and I do everything for them. And so I've worked with a lot of people that are like, yeah, I worked with this random person, this random man, this random woman, this whatever, Mm -hmm. that couple and gave them a bunch of money. And like, what was that? Um, And I actually did, I did a one-on-one with that couple. So I I got to dive a little deeper to see what, because I, when I made this page, I was like, I'm going to do everything that I have to do. So that means if someone wants to have a conversation with me, like with Adara, I'm like, no, 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 I'm not buying your product. No, I'm not doing this. No, 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 no. You know, I'm not here. Yeah. Julie's not here. I don't exist. Don't ask me to come up to the lobby. But with this <laughs> page, I thought, you know what? Like, this is online. This is what you need to do. You say yes to everything and just see, you know, where it mm-hmm. leads you. Well, I saw mm-hmm. where it led me. And I think Savannah did too. And that's probably why she did that. So, yeah. um, I think that's well, honestly brave of her because then you're going to get a lot of you know, probably hate a little bit too, but I'm sure a lot of people thanked her because how many people spent money on things they shouldn't have? Yeah. And I, I'll also say this too. I know even a lot of estheticians have reached out to me because there is an esthetician in my state who offers microneedling classes and she's not certified. She says that she's been working in this industry for years and years and years, and she took a very long gap, which I think we can all say if we took 10 years off, it's a totally different ballgame. Take like a month. If I take like a week off online, uh, what, no. what's happening? Where have I been? What's yeah. like 10 years in microblading? So like a-, a lot of her students, if you will, will message me and they spend a thousand dollars on her in-person training and they're feeling very frustrated because that's money lost. And so I, yeah. I feel bad for them. So it's, it's all over our industry. Oh, for don't sure. spend your money I, on anything, you know? Yep. No, I a hundred percent agree. That's, you know, what I, I try to do it when it comes to, you know, when it comes to marketing, when it comes mm-hmm. to, uh, devices, especially I bought, I'm always like, listen, I bought that. Don't buy it. Don't do it. Yeah. Like I'm still paying it off or I'm and I have great <laughs> sales. It's killing me. Um, so I feel like we need more people like her and you saying things like that because it's hard enough as it is and not everybody can get a lot of funding. So that means it's mm-hmm. going to completely bankrupt somebody and their family. If we let people waste money and some stuff is like, you know, whatever you need to have trial and error and learn, and you might've learned something, but some stuff is just absolutely ridiculous to pay for. And so if someone can save you from, mm-hmm. you know, going, <laughs> that would be nice. Um, yeah. so that's interesting. I was, I just noticed it like a couple of days ago. I was like, okay, I have to save all these conversations. I want to DM her about for the podcast so we can talk about it like in real time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyways, so I know a lot of my followers follow you, but there's so many more people that don't. So make sure you do um, Jess the Esthetician with an A. Just go start looking, scrolling, creeping right now as we are in this podcast. Okay, Um, now we've moved on from that. My actual first question for you is how, when, why, 
did you decide that you wanted to become an esthetician? Give everyone a back story of, you know, who you are and why you decided to become an esthetician. So I started working in the spa industry. I started out as a spa attendant in 2006 at a resort spa here in St. George that used to be very, very popular. It was called uh, Green Valley Spa. And I immediately fell in love with spa culture. And I think if you've worked in a spa, you're going to understand that more than, you know, somebody who hasn't. I feel like everybody goes into this field because we genuinely want to help people and make connections. Mm -hmm. And in 2009, I moved up to Salt Lake and knew that I wanted to keep working in the spa industry. So I got a job at a spa up there and the avenue is called the corridor and it is the cutest Japanese spa if you're ever in Salt Lake I highly encourage you to go and um I got a front desk job there and I they do this really unique thing where if you work there they want you to experience their services so that you can sell them better which I think is fantastic so I got a free facial and a free massage and I was on the massage or the the table getting my facial, and I thought, I want to make people feel like this. Oh, that's nice. And so I was in college at the time, always thought I wanted to be a social worker. And um, my parents are in this unique position where they can pay for schooling. And so I asked, um, will you pay for me to go to aesthetic school? And they were like, absolutely not. <laughs> it was like I'm um that's a hard no <laughs> yeah and I was like why and they said You're, you can't make any money with a trade license we're not doing it yeah. and Julie I don't know if you know this about me but like I get what I want so <laughs> I you hear no you're like okay so now I'm yeah. definitely doing it 1000 <laughs> percent so I just like I sold it to them like hey if I take a year and a half off of college to get my aesthetics license, I can make better money while I go to college and work with less days. Mark. And they were like, oh yeah, sure. Of course. Because then they don't have to pay for anything else for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then I just dropped out of college after I got my <laughs> aesthetics license. <laughs> oh, that's so. so funny. Yeah. I definitely dropped out of school too. It's like, you know, I think, you know, who I think it's hard to, I feel like now everyone is a little, I'm going to say, because I'm going to age myself. I do feel like this generation is more lucky. The generation of estheticians, not the age, oh, obviously. 100%. Because now it's totally acceptable and whatever. All, all yes. the great things. But at the time, it was like, you better figure out how you're going to go to college, not drop out of college. If you drop out of college, lie till the end of time that you dropped out of college because mm -hmm. saying you're an esthetician and going to aesthetic school is just an absolute hard no. Um, oh, yeah. Because what the hell is that? That's how it felt for me, at least. Yeah. Um, and I think and not I, only I, that, mm -hmm. are, like, you, what year did you graduate aesthetic school? So I actually went to aesthetic school later. I didn't go to aesthetic school until 2000 and like a... 11 or 10 mm -hmm. and I was in the industry first at in 2000 and like 7 2008 um so I oh my god are we like the same person <laughs> yeah we are that's why we love each other <laughs> I know <laughs> so I think yeah um, I didn't that that experience first is what like kind of led me to it but even then yes. it was like an esthetician when I was selling professional skincare as a as an 18 year old girl selling professional skincare making a good amount of money selling that too not knowing what good money was like what an idiot but I was making good yeah. money throwing it away but there was an esthetician that worked there and I was like what's that how I'm like stupid job like what <laughs> is that like what is that oh, God. <laughs> um but that's what you think because that's what you were ingrained to think because if you didn't go to a oh. four-year you were already bad enough as it is. Community college was like, all right, well, at least, at least you're going to transfer in two years. <laughs> so, and my husband, I met him when I was 19. So he, and he got accepted to UCSB. So then I was really like, oh, you really got to fucking figure out how to go to school. <laughs> you know, like you definitely can't say you're going to be an esthetician. That's a definite no. You'll be like a big loser. Ew. Such a loser if you do. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, I just feel, I'm very happy for the new generation of estheticians mm -hmm. coming and I feel like they're lucky, 
Um, and I'm happy for them. I'm not saying no one feels that, but not like we did. It was unacceptable to do trade. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think our parents are similar. They're very conservative, um, you know, and are, are just like, just the, our age is just different. It's just like a yeah. completely different situation where you were expected to do that. And I think mm -hmm. estheticians can definitely, you know, I'm sure there's some people nodding right now. Like, yeah, that was definitely me and my parents for sure. Well, and I like also will say there is just so much acceptance and love and wanting to see other estheticians succeed. Whereas when I graduated, yeah. it was like cutthroat, bitch, you're not taking my clients. Horrible. I've never met meaner people in my Ever. life. In my yeah. life. In my life. I, I feel like, like we were hazed horribly. I remember hanging out with Cosmos yeah. because they were so much nicer, even though they had a lot of drama. <laughs> They were literally the better alternative because they were at least normal, whatever that meant, um, smoking yeah. their cigarettes in the corner outside. They were at yeah. least normal. The estheticians, I remember every educator that would come to the class, if there was like a unique day where there'd be like a unique educator, aka a owner of a major company or an educator of a major company, they would be snarky and like whispering like five-year-old yeah. girls. While the speaker was speaking, and I remember just being floored, like, who behaves mm -hmm. like that? I, this is embarrassing. We are adult women. Obviously, we're all of different ages, but no no one is in elementary school, that's for sure. And you guys are whispering, yeah. being rude and cackling, while this actual professional who probably makes a hell of a lot more than you're ever going to make a year is sitting in front of you, educating you, and you guys are whispering and cackling. Um, yeah. it was, it's a very hostile, it was very hostile and aggressive. Um, and yes. I, I, I know that I'm sure it happened still a little bit, but I do feel like it was extremely intense then. And I, I don't mm -hmm. understand why there's, like you said, it's cutthroat. There was no support system. I, I, I never understood that. Like, wh why, why are we acting like that? We're adult women. We're all here to learn. You're distracting me and I cannot hear the speaker now. Or I now can't get the information I need to know because you don't want me to have that information. I've always thought that was weird. Like share yeah. with each other so you guys can be more successful. Yes. And that's, I honestly feel like that was my whole goal with my page. And so when you, when we started following each other and I saw that that was who you are, I think that's why I was constantly messaging you and talking to you because that's that just wasn't common back then even on Instagram you know yeah no not at all no I mean I you still see comments I had seen I had seen one of Savannah's posts um this is a long time ago probably like uh, a year or two ago someone sent me something I think well maybe it was a couple of years ago someone sent me something like for the very first time I had never seen her page and I had looked at the comments and it reminded me of the esthetician connection Facebook group page where people were just like coming for her all these estheticians mm -hmm. like you don't extract like that you don't do this like that like Oh my God. Like just yeah. keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Uh, Her clients see that. To me, that's how I look at Instagram. Like the Instagram yeah. page is an extension of your website for your business. It's like another version of Yelp. It's another version of the Facebook review system. We should only be saying positive things. If you have nothing positive to say, then keep your mouth shut because her clients are seeing that. And I don't understand yeah. why you think you're the end all be all on how you do something, an extraction or whatever. Um, and mm -hmm. if you have an answer that's better, put it on your page. This is what we should right. be doing. Not commenting on someone else's professional page saying, hey, I know your clients are going to read this, but you suck. Like, what is that? Right. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. I, I don't honestly, the very, the handful of times that I have had somebody come at me on Instagram, it still is in my mind. And if I think about it, I start to cry. Like oh, that's no. how sensitive I am. So I oh my don't know. God, that makes me so I know. Sad. I don't know why. So I don't know how you with larger platforms function throughout the day. Because if I had multiple people at multiple times coming at me telling me I was stupid, I would probably start to believe it. <laughs> I swear to you, like I really have been so lucky. I, the only two times that it's been bad in the the one time it was like the worst was only my pregnancy post. Which is so and weird. Never anything else. Those ones bothered me because it, the first one was like, get an abortion. You shouldn't be a mom. You should stop having children. <laughs> it was so much a day that I was like, are you going to keep reading the notification? Or are you just going to stop the comments? Because like, this is stupid. Yeah. And there's so many more positive, but I would have to read the negative to get to the positive, you know? So I was like, this yeah. is unfortunate. 
So I shut the comments off. And then the other one that went viral, honestly, the negative ones were so dumb. And I, there's so many that I just couldn't even read them all. So I just didn't even care. That didn't bother me as much. But I will say, I have been very lucky. I'm shocked, but I've been very lucky that so far, I have not had like hostile conversations um, on all my other like skincare posts. And I think it is because I respond. I respond to everything. If somebody's like, actually, isn't it this? I'm like, oh, oh I will answer this because I have been <laughs> in the industry long enough that I will give you the longest answer that ever existed as to why I am correct. And um, they're going to regret asking you. <laughs> yes. So, but I honestly have been super, super lucky. And I know that she has not been because um, I have seen some of that before. And I think that's really irritating. Um, but what has people said to you? Um, it's really stupid, but the one that really hurts my feelings. <laughs> this is for all you chemists out there, okay? What do you want us to say? Do you want us to say professional skincare or medical grade? Because oh, I, yeah. Oh my God, that's you know what? Okay, I will. That's funny. It didn't make that's funny. So I had um huh, when I first started the page, mm-hmm. I I can't remember if it was my page or the XF skincare page. I almost think it was XF skincare. I don't think I did it on my page yet. I don't think that one existed. And mm-hmm. I had reached out saying like, this is medical grade skincare. Cause that was just like a United States like term that we kind of use. Like it's just like a term. Right. We've used. And I had this, um, and it's cause I was a brand too, I think, but I had this, um, esthetician from the United, uh, from the UK say, uh, I will never speak to a brand who says they're medical grade. You don't know anything if you're saying the word medical grade. I'm like, it's just like a word. Like I use words people are used to sometimes. I try and now I like I'm very heightened on it. But yeah, that one dumb comment th- like three years ago. But um, you have to be. You use words because people are, you know, you are used to talking to clients for a living. So you do yeah. try to speak the language that other people are used to. Um, and who gives a shit, whatever, like there is no, there is no chemist is going to give you the answer to that. By the way, I have worked with them one-on-one for years. They're not going to say anything about that. There is no FDA. There's no rule book. There's no monitor in the hall. Okay. This is just, we decided to use the word or we didn't like it had, there is no right or wrong answer to that. I'm sorry. Like that's so stupid that people get mad about stuff like that. I'm sorry that made you cry. Yeah. It was actually on one of Savannah's posts. Oh, of course it was. Because she used the term medical grade. And I was like, okay, I've seen enough chemists on here ripping everybody new assholes about. So I'm going to say professional grade. So I just was said, you know, like you should use a professional grade sunscreen on top of everything else. It's like studied more. They do more like backing for it. And it probably has like more and better antioxidants for you. X, Y, and Z, right? Mm-hmm. this chemist hops on and she says to Savannah's me- medical grade skincare is not a term. Stop saying that. And then she said to me, nobody who's smart or has brains uses professional grade skincare either like that term. And I was like, well, then what the fuck do you want me to say? Cause you literally just called us both stupid. Um, you can actually say whatever the hell word you want to say. You could make up, I make up words all the time. You can yeah. make up whatever the hell word you, I have, I have coined the thing esthetician approved. I don't care if you don't like it, you can make up whatever the hell you want to. And what it means is you work in med spas. It's the med spa skincare line, meaning a skincare yes. line would not be accepted at a med spa if it didn't have a certain quality um, or ingredients or, you know, whatever, whatever they've decided as for their med spa is their kind of breakdown. But typically it is about ingredients and it's about notoriety and it's about marketing. So it's actually just fine to be used as a term because really what we're attaching it to is the word med spa. So they're stupid for saying that because you can say whatever the hell you want to say. It's a free country. You can make up words all the time. That's the beauty <laughs> of the United States. Make up a word. Use it. Now it's a thing. What, what is Instagram? That's not a word. You're on Instagram. That is not a word. Somebody made it, it a word. Like, who cares? So dumb. So, um, and, I'm glad and you made me feel better. Speaking, technically speaking, um, if we really want to dive into this, um, for the chemists out there who are being shady, Um, in order to have something be like dermatologist approved, um, or things like that, um, it's actually literally all about money. 
you send in X amount of product, like X amount of ounces of product. They then give it to a panel of dermatologists that they pay this money that you gave them to test the product and gave them product. And Mm -hmm. because you paid the dermatologist, they will then give you the stamp of approval. Let's pretend it was a horrific product and it actually hurt people. They still really honestly wouldn't care because I had asked them verbatim multiple times, what happens if they don't pass the panel of dermatologists for whatever reason? (laughs) They said, we will make sure that it works is their answers. We will make sure it works. So all of these high horse chemists and dermatologists out there can shut it um, because it's all about money. You can make up whatever the hell word you want to make up. The reason people use it is because it's referred to um, in my, in my, at least in my understanding and how I would assume why people have used it is because of the word med spa, which is a, a, a word we use in the United States all the time. I can't speak for the UK. I don't know how they like separate things, but obviously here in the United States with esthetician license, I know that it affects us in Virginia spas versus med spas. They do mm-hmm. differ because we can't do the same thing. Like I had to pay oh, no. a doctor every month in order to do med spa services, AKA laser. So mm-hmm. um, it's totally fine to make up your own word and, People are stupid, so they don't, are stupid. don't be upset about that because they're dumb. <laughs> okay, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now moving on to the next question. Um, what was your most popular service? I'm going to follow this up with um, questions about 2023, but let's talk about 2022. Now that the year is over, you finished your uh, business out. What was your most popular service in 2022? Um, and then the next question is a follow-up to this year. Like, what are going to be your goals for 2023? Um, my most popular service in 2022 was I do a lot of relaxing facials. My clients love my facial massage. They love the buccal massage, which is an inner oral massage. You guys, um, massage, wait, you need to talk about it for a second. If you don't <laughs> know what it is, you have to Google it. It, it, no, you don't need to Google it. You need to go to Jess's page and look at it again. Jess.com. Yeah. You have to look at it. It is the craziest looking thing on the planet. It's the most visually stimulating video I've ever seen. It's like watching like sand drop, you know, where it's one of those videos you're like, <laughs> like animated watching. But my face always hurts. I think because I yell all the time, you know, I'm yeah. having assumption. And I feel like no one touches my face enough. And the fact that you're like getting inside the mouth, like you guys have to go look at Jess's page. She's a professional in it. I actually talked about you at my team meeting a couple weeks ago because the girls were asking about other things that they could add to the add-on menu and to the membership menu. And I said, is anyone interested in this particular type of massage? We should pay Jessica to train you on this because it's like for the ones that are interested in it. Cause you know, obviously it's not for every esthetician. But right. I am so happy to be a model for that. And I don't like being models for anybody anymore. Like I'm over being a model. I've, I've played the model game, mm-hmm. but I will be a model for that. I will tell you that thing looks amazing. Please explain to everyone what the hell it is. Where did it come from? How much do you charge clients for that? Like, please dive into that because it's fascinating. So the buccal massage is actually from this man his name is Yaakov and he is from Russia and he was the one who came up with the technique um well his is his is the sculpting facial massage mm-hmm. and um I don't do his whole technique I kind of like meshed his in with my own but what the buccal massage is is it's an inner oral massage I place my fingers in your mouth and I'm able to reach um, different muscles that could not be reached from outside of the mouth Um, It's great to help stimulate your lymphatic system. It is going to help with tension. I have a lot of clients who have tension migraines and they come to me once a month or every two weeks for the service. It ultimately is going to help relax the muscles, which helps to tone and lift the face, which is pretty cool. So it's great for sinus infections. I have a client who gets a lot of sinus infections and I am able to like stimulate the sinus glands next to the nose, down the ear. So it works really good for that. Oh my God. It's literally like so fascinating. I have so much tension in like my jaw and my face. And I think, I think about this a lot when 
we do facials because we at Adara we're very retreat driven, and I know some uh-huh. girls are like not not all of them are super into the massage aspect. But I'm like, it's so essential to do that part of it, um, and to like dive into that because we carry so much tension in our face and in a regular massage, your face isn't being touched and your mouth and your jaw and that whole area. And that goes that the massage Jessica's talking about goes on to an entire other level (laughs) when it Mm -hmm. comes to the facial massage. So you guys have to look it up. It's like the coolest thing ever. What do you charge for that? What would an esthetician, what should she charge for that if she's interested in doing it? Well, I don't know if you know this about me, Julie, but I definitely don't charge my worth. So I'm going to say what you should charge for it. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Um, Oh my God. How long you you should be charging like a hundred. Yeah. So you should, well, 125, I would say, um, especially since it adds time onto the treatment. Most Uh, of my clients get a facial massage, right? But if they want the buccal massage, I usually throw it in and then my whole day is running late, but um, it usually, that portion usually takes me about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you got to charge extra for that. I it's know, a specialty that not everyone can do that. You did a training on that is really incredible. <laughs> like it's the most incredible looking thing I've ever seen. Um, yeah, we'll talk later. Um, but we will <laughs> people redo how you uh, book that in your booking system. I will. I will. Um, okay. So, uh, th- that was one of your popular things. What, what else is one of your popular things in 2022 and what are some of your goals for 2023? And I know you have the perfect peel, that you mm-hmm. just got, I'm assuming that's a big part of your goal for 2023, but I know yes. you also just did face reality. You were certified in 2022 yes. and you've had amazing success since you've started. Um, I feel like it hasn't been super, I mean, it hasn't been short, no. it's been probably a year. Not even a year yet. Not and I finished. get, I get so many estheticians reaching out to me. Is face reality worth it? Yes. 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 yes 100 times over. Yes. You know, when we went to school, they I mean, even still now, they don't really touch on acne, Yep. but their whole line is just phenomenal. I have clients that don't even have acne using the mandelic acid serum, and I get a text in a month that's like, what yeah. did this do to my face? Yes, it's amazing. It really it is. is incredible. The education is incredible. Um, I feel like they just really started to create change in our industry at a time mm-hmm. where there was very little education going on, especially around acne. Yeah. And I got certified with them in 2013 or 14. And oh, wow. it was a very, it, the, the look of the company was different, but the education was still exactly the same. We just had a lot of like paper material. So things are mm-hmm. their videos now, but other than that, it was super intense, which I thought was incredible. I was like, wow, I can't believe we actually have attention to detail for something it's not just here's this one like kit it's going to be amazing for everything like that's not how it works you have to switch things up and I fell in love with them because how I was treating my post-care regimens for years prior was creating custom regimens for everybody changing the frequency every week on how someone did something and I was telling them to use this product this week and then change it to this frequency the following week and I was doing this before anyone told me to do it so when I found them who actually knows what they're talking about when it came to formulating products and, you know, back bar, I fell in love with them. Cause I was like, yes, this is, this is, I was right in the concept of what I was thinking would be good is switch it up. That's mm-hmm. what with acne. You can't just do the same thing, but I didn't have the tools to do anything, you know, with it because I didn't have like the best products for that necessarily yet. At the time, I think Paracon was probably the only thing that was really worth anything for acne and that, you know, and Murad at the time, which is like, obviously that is a joke. So, um, now, so face reality <laughs> has totally changed the game for sure. And I'm so glad you decided to do it because now look at your page. It's full of I know. crazy, incredible accomplishments with acne clients. And that's such a good feeling to have. And I was really insecure about starting it. Honestly, like I purchased the program and waited three months to get certified because I thought I can't do this but now I'm doing it and I'm kicking myself for not doing it three months earlier. You know, I remember, I remember you did, you're like, 
should I really do this? I'm like, yeah, yes. you should really do this. Like now, like yesterday, 100%. Um, yes. it, but I get it. It's when you're, especially when you're solo, you have a million things on your plate. It's like, do I really need to add something else to my plate? Like another esthetician telling me something's amazing. Like I never heard that before. Every esthetician <laughs> falls in love with every single you could, an esthetician will fall in love with everything because we're actually excited about our industry. So everything is amazing. Everything is shiny. And so it's hard to be like, is that really worth it? But it's, it really is so worth it. Yeah. Um, so what are your goals for 2023? 2023. Um, I want to, I wrote like get more acne clients, but my books are filling up, which is really nice, but I still want more acne clients. Um, and with that being said, the perfect dermapil is so great for acne. Um, it looks they, so fun. I want to do it so yes. bad. If you guys don't know, it's the one where your face sheds like crazy. She will dive into like who it's for, what you're going to look like and everything, but you guys should go while we're talking and go look at the pictures. Jess has some on her page. Also go to their Instagram page. It's really, uh, if you want to like peel, 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 mm -hmm. this, this is the business. So let everyone know what it's about. So it's safe for all Fitzpatrick types, which I love that inclusiveness of it all. And then also for the esthetician, it takes away that fear, right? Because I feel like it is a little bit scary if you're not, I have had several higher fits sent to me in my area because estheticians don't feel comfortable treating mm -hmm. that skin type, which yep. makes me sad, but also you could go read books on it, you know, I'm not trying to be yeah. a brat, but, yeah. um, so the perfect dermapil has glutathione, which is like a very powerful antioxidant. It is going to help really even your skin tone and brighten pigment. It has kojic, TCA, salicylic, vitamin C, retinoic acid, and it's just the perfect derma peel, you guys. It's just the perfect <laughs> peel. <laughs> um, for acne clients, there's a booster in it that has benzoyl peroxide in there. So it's going to help oxygenate the skin and kill that bacteria. And um, I just feel like everyone should get it at least once in their life. I got it back in December. And I immediately, once my skin healed, it took about seven to ten days. I My pores never looked better. My skin tone was completely even and I can't wait to do it to myself again so I know you said it's for acne and we mm -hmm. heard some of the ingredients the salicylic the TCA um, as to why that is okay would you say you're gonna you have seen more um like you have been booking more hyperpigmentation clients for that and then sticking with your acne program for your acne clients if it's chronic acne what do you feel like so obviously it's for everything but do you feel like you mm -hmm. get more hyperpigmentation results or acne or what, what is it that you feel like this is like, this person absolutely has to do it. Second person is this, so on and so forth. So anti-aging, it's also going to help diminish fine lines and wrinkles, but even for my acne clients who are cleared that really want to work on PIE or PIH, the perfect derma peel is perfect for you that um, glutathione is going to help even your skin tone so much Ooh, I'm looking at this anti-aging client right now it's so good it's so good not only for her hyperpigmentation but like you said for her fine lines and really just that like sagging and dullness in the skin because as you age it's yes. also just the tone is darker it's not even like a hyperpigmentation spot it's just overall the tone is darker mm -hmm. um you you guys have to go look at this page it's really fascinating these pictures are incredible so how much do you charge for the perfect peel how much time does uh, the appointment book for estheticians that are listening so the appointment takes me anywhere from like 40 to 50 minutes they get sent home with home care that they are going to use for seven days post peel Mm -hmm. And what was the other question you asked me? <laughs> um, how much do you do should oh. people charge? So I charge two twenty. Some people charge up to three fifty, and then boosters are going to add another like fifty or sixty dollars to that. Holy you do have to have a good a, you have to have a medical director in order to carry the peel. Yes, I did notice that. Um, yes, I was gonna. That I, noticed, I think I was looking into it before I had mine. 
yeah, I think I'm going to get it because I was looking yeah. at it a long time ago and then I just moved on and then I bought a laser machine and then I've been paying that off. So <laughs> my brain has obviously been distracted, but preoccupied. Um, I've been really um, like obsessing over that. And uh, we've had acne clients on the acne program before um, mm-hmm. who don't have acne more, but like just, you know, want to do things here and there. And I've had a few that did the perfect peel um, <laughs> elsewhere. Uh, and that's just like kind of their maintenance. Like you said, it was like, yeah, their acne is gone, but it's kind of their maintenance randomly just, just because. So yeah. I'm obsessed, um, with looking at these pictures. So I definitely want to buy them. I feel like at some you point get it. you've inspired me. Um, what advice or sorry, what have you learned, uh, the most, um, over the years becoming an esthetician? And then the follow-up question was, uh, what advice would you have to estheticians that are listening? So what have you learned and what can we kind of regurgitate back to other estheticians? I have learned that you never stop learning. And if you start to feel really insecure in your craft, pick up a book, take a course, do something so that you get back into that zone of I can do this. I know what I'm doing. I'm good at my job. That always gets me like back there. You know what I mean? 100%. I had, um, I had someone work for me who, who I had said, like, how can I help you? We were having a little bit of issues with like her, um, her books. And I said, how can I help you? What can I do? These are things I think you can do. I'm going to set up a training and we'll just do like a refresher. And she said, I've already been here for over a year. Why would I need to train on anything and I was floored I was like I literally train all the time I've been in this industry a hundred times longer than you and Uh I'm always learning and always even at a place where I'm like that was the most annoying you know conference or class I've ever been to I still learn something from it and I'm always doing education and learning from other people I was just in shock and Mm -hmm. I forgot that that is that is truly how a lot of people think is like, why would I need to? Like, why wouldn't you need yeah. to? The industry changes literally every five seconds. Technology mm-hmm. changes so much, which changes our ingredients and our machines and our devices and our knowledge. Plus all the people who taught me and Jessica who were, did not know what they were doing. <laughs> we are all now <laughs> being able to rectify that and learning how to relearn things. So there's a lot yeah. of learning still going on from just that alone. So I, I yeah. was shocked that she said that, um, but that is very common. And I really like that you said that because you should always be learning. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's not a second. I actually make the joke to Taylor all the time. I'm like, when am I going to stop learning? I'm getting from my mistakes today. Like I'm always learning and I'm getting, you know, burnt out on which is such a good thing but from like uh yeah didn't know that dope didn't know that <laughs> right yeah so, um I think being humble is very important what else, yes. what else can you give as advice and things that you've learned um I guess from my years of working at uh mentally abusive places <laughs> follow your intuition if you interview somewhere and it doesn't feel right don't work there go somewhere else yes please also please. being the person that interviews an obscene amount of people you don't need to fake the interview because you need money and a job like you should only work right. somewhere that you want to work at like this isn't mm-hmm. a competition to like win a gift back basket at the end of the day like you're trying to get a job which means it's a career for you which mm-hmm. means you should love the place so yeah. you shouldn't lie in your interview and be like yeah 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 like I can do that or I want to do that like no you should only do and say what you want which you should also research more too you have yeah. plenty of options and you should be happy because if you're not happy then you're definitely not going to be at a location that also is happy with you, right? I mean, some people yes. are just miserable people. We've both worked with just like some horrific, I have so <laughs> many, and I'm sure you do too, so many horrific, crazy, crazy stories. Like I could yes. fill a book with the absolute crazy people I have worked with. But at the same time, you don't need to work somewhere just to work somewhere. And also, by the way, all those crazy people, I probably was trying to just work somewhere. I was probably just so yeah. happy it wasn't my last place that I was like, oh, I'll accept it. This sounds better. It's like, no, not necessarily. Why don't you do a little bit more due diligence? You know, why don't you try a little harder to yeah. see like, is this the company you really want to work for? Cause you should be obsessed 
you know, with the company yeah. that you work for. And I only say that be, and maybe not your first year if you want to work for some corporate place, but honestly, if you want to have a career in this industry, you have to have clientele. Well, to have yep. clientele, that means people want to stick with you and stay in the same place. They're not going to go drive 45 miles away and not every person. You might have your one ride or die drive right. 45 miles away or 20 miles away or 15, but most people are over it. So in order to build a clientele, you need to stick with some sort of a place, whether that's your own solo place or another location. Um I just, there's so many stories. I'm thinking of all the crazy people I've worked for though. I mean, it's, it really is abuse. <laughs> I know. And we could probably do another podcast about our crazy we could, we work could, experience. We could 100. I'm thinking of one right now where the person <laughs> lived there in one oh. of the three rooms. Um, oh God. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Um, and didn't speak to me. Actually, this person didn't speak to me. Uh, after she hired me, we had a wonderful conversation. Then the next day she didn't speak to me. I figured out why later, which was super weird and had nothing to do with me, mm-hmm. but she threw the, the set, my first day training, she threw the face reality. Cause it came back then as a packet and uh-huh. on these beautiful videos, these wonderful ladies put together, she yeah. threw a packet at me and said, okay, go ahead. And, um, I need you in like a couple hours to do, to, you know, sell me on this or like teach me whatever, like tell me what you've learned. And it was so oh, confusing cool. because it was like the week by yeah. week breakdown of product. It was everything in video form, but via text, which I'm sorry, no. it's very confusing. <laughs> and yeah, no, I agree. That was normal, but it was very confusing. It was a lot of information. I had never heard of Mendelic before. I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. And she didn't train me. She just threw it at me and walked away. And I was like, um, I used to like wax. Um, I have no idea what this is like at all and I'm very confused so um and she was very annoyed at how stupid I was and then the following day she gave me a microderm abrasion uh passive a number two a number three a number three and she also did something else what else did she do something else I can't remember now but it was three different aggressive treatments and I looked insane and Taylor's parents came to visit us for the first time in DC, the following day, I looked insane. Um, so <laughs> that was that was just like one of my many stories, um, and that's just like a touch on that lady. Um, but I, we really could do a whole nother podcast because the people in this industry can be either like the best people you've ever mm-hmm. met in your life, or yep. like they belong in a in a in a place with white jackets. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Any other advice or any other things you want to share with estheticians listening? The one thing that, oh, so my, my stepdad's a business owner with his brother. And one thing that he said to me, cause I never intended to be a solo esthetician ever, like was not me made fun of them. And here I am. <laughs> and one thing that he said to me is the difference between somebody who makes it and somebody who doesn't is they never give up. So if you feel overwhelmed and you're like, I'm done, I can't do it, just keep going. Because I've been there many times um, when I decided to go solo because the person I worked for down in Southern Utah um, was not the right fit for me. Um, (laughs) Two weeks later, my husband, who was an emergency room nurse during the pandemic, came home and was like, mentally, I can't do this anymore. I need a mental break. And so I had to work full time for my stepdad and continue to take clients. And I did that for three months. And every single day I was just thinking to myself, do I even want this enough? Mm-hmm. You know, I had a handful of clients um, and one thing led to another and I am where I am. So do not give up. Don't give up. I think that is crucial it's I mm-hmm. think people might think it's just going to be so easy out the gate oh my god I it's so hard and I still do that sometimes even with XF I was like I'm amazing at selling products <laughs> I'm so good at sales I'm amazing at everything I do okay mm-hmm. uh no one bought your freaking product for a year because they didn't know who the <laughs> hell you were because you're fighting with freaking skinceuticals and all these major huge ass brands with the biggest marketing budget like <laughs> on the planet millions and millions of dollars in marketing a month yeah you're an idiot um so we all get humbled time. julie okay. yes 
we, I'm just like, wow. I, I'm like, yeah. what? I sold like $20,000 the first month of the <laughs> pandemic online. I'm going to be fine. Like, girl, <laughs> ain't nobody know who you are. And look at no you. You didn't give so, up. Look at you now. Did not give up. That was really hard. That was a hard pill for me to solve because the esthetician stuff, the getting new clients, the, you know, selling to people in person, like I have been doing this for so long that that was something that really was becoming very easy to me so much that I felt confident in helping other people. Mm -hmm. I wrote many articles in the pandemic for companies like Eleni online who puts on the trade shows that listen, like I can, this is what you should do with marketing. And I started that whole thing. Um, that's kind of where it, it came from was the pandemic. And I just wanted to help like, ha, like, listen, don't worry if you lost half your clientele, this is how you do it. Like you're going to be fine. But yeah. for me, what was new was what for some people, what is new is obviously taking the clients and building that business. But right. for me, it was then this online business. And the point is, you don't give up. And it is really hard, though, because you're thinking at first, oh, it's going to be easy. So then when it's <laughs> not, you're like, oh, what the hell? This is like yeah. really hard. And I'm working really hard for literally nothing. Yes. <laughs> um, this is torture, especially if you own your own business. You uh -huh. are working really hard and making little money because it's not just taking the client it's taking the client not overspending on supplies it's yes it's marketing it's your energy your time you're never off you're talking to people at 2 a.m online because you have to respond to that client because for some mm -hmm. reason you cannot not respond at 8 a.m like a normal person you have to respond at 2 a.m and so you're just always on and it's very overwhelming but you will get to the point where you have your ebbs and flows and you know you will get there and I've talked to so many estheticians especially now that I've been doing the trade shows um, where they felt like that. You know, I had this one who was an esthetician and a nurse mm -hmm. and I was just like, have you talked to your clients about your other services? And it, it's, it sometimes it just takes people saying something like obvious, like, she, cause she was making nothing. She was making like, I think she said like she, I did a podcast with her so you guys can hear the exact number, but she was making like a thousand dollars a month or something crazy. And I'm like, you oh. do fillers and Botox. Like, this makes no sense. What are you doing? So I was helping yeah. her out. I was, you know, I met her at the Long Beach Trade Show. We worked together. I was telling her, you know, what to do. I, I took over her Instagram. And then she told me she made like $100,000 in like the next month after I met oh her. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's amazing. You're a nurse. Like, you do yeah. Botox and fillers. What are you doing? So um, the point is, sometimes it's just you know, uh, a matter of being in the industry long enough, talking to the right people, learning from the right people or making enough mistakes, learning from yourself, whatever it is, it, it will happen for you, but you have, you can't give up because you have to get to that point. Mm -hmm. Anything worth having, yeah. you know, is going to take work. It's not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be on a silver platter. Um, and it will happen for you. Just cannot give up. You just have to keep swimming. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And I love that you said, Sorry, we are, I could, I feel like we're just talking like friends forever, but I just do also <laughs> want to add something too. I had a yeah, client please. tell me that, um, one thing that she drew her to me and she keeps on coming back to me is that I make my clients a priority. There are so many estheticians in my area and hairdressers who mm -hmm. won't respond to people's messages or texts for days. Yep. Yep. And that is such a turnoff for people. 100%. It's a luxury industry. What are you guys doing? This I know. It's not necessary. They're not going to die if they don't get the facial. That means you need to put yourself out there. You need to mm -hmm. book that appointment. You need to follow up with them. You need to make sure that you have gone above and beyond on customer service. Yes. You expect people to be waiting for you. You're not this queen of England where they're right. going to be running to your door. That's not how mm -hmm. it works. You know, even if when I came to Virginia, I knew that wasn't going to happen. I had to rebuild a lot in California. I always was moving. So I knew mm -hmm. that was going to happen. But it's not like I didn't have that feeling in my heart. Like, man, that sucks. Like, I'm amazing. But I have to act as if I'm brand new. Meaning I have to give yeah. these combos and I have to give these specials. And I have to work my ass off because nobody in the DMV knows who I am. Like, they don't <laughs> know that I'm, you know, really good at whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they don't yes. know you. So you have to build that. You have yeah. to build that type of reputation and building that reputation comes with how you treat your clients and the customer service you give them and the communication you give them. And you have to overly explain post-care, overly communicate. Mm -hmm. You don't no-show people's, you can't, if I have another esthetician complain about no-shows 
when the estheticians are probably the biggest no-showers I've ever met in my Ugh, life. Yes. Like, I swear to you, all That's of these, karma. I, I, it's crazy to me because I don't complain about no-shows because I know it's just a part of the industry. It's annoying. Yeah. It makes a joke, whatever. But when estheticians do it and they really are serious, it really cracks me up because my experience has been, I've trained so many estheticians over the years and I've worked with obviously so many as you have. And most estheticians are no-showing clients consistently throughout the year. So Mm -hmm. what do you think is going to happen to you? People are going to do the same thing to you because you've created that. You've created that experience. So don't do that. Um, Couldn't agree more. Or it's going to happen to you. (laughs) And you have to the clientele, you know. So there's obviously a lot more involved with that conversation. But I just think it's funny Mm -hmm. because I would never do that to a client. Like I just. Oh, me either. So, um, if you want to be successful, you got to keep swimming. You have to make mm-hmm. sure you communicate with your clients, um, and you have to really establish a really strong relationship. They have to trust you. You know, you're dealing with their skin. This is very yeah. raw and vulnerable. They need to trust you on all accounts. You know, not just with one mm-hmm. thing. So, I think that was a really great tip to give people. And I think even if you're not new in the industry, it's just a good reminder because sometimes we fall off. You know, I think mm-hmm. sometimes they're either have big egos, which I've been there, Jess has been there, but sometimes yeah. you've fallen off, you know, your family is a priority. You get a little distracted and then you're like, wait a minute, this is still my business and my livelihood. So like yeah. I need to get it together. Today is going to be the day that I have the pep in my step to get it together and be better to my clients. Yes. Um, so I agree with you. Now, where can everybody find you? What specials do you have going on right now? Where's your booking link? Tell everybody all the things as to where, they can get in contact with you. So you can always contact me on Instagram. There is a link in my bio. Um, you can email me. My phone number is also on there. I'm pretty sure my address is on there because I've gotten packages from people online. So <laughs> I should probably take that off. Um, and it's at just the esthetician um, <laughs> with an A. I know, Julie. Like, I'm That's surprised so I haven't been killed, right? I'm and saying, I will Also, never. with the sugar daddies that contact me, I'm like, are you driving past my house? <laughs> I'm, if they don't start upping the zeros, like, it's getting insulting. Like, obviously, I know. I'm going to leave my husband for $5,000 a day, but I might if it's $5 million, okay? Like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um. For the perfect derma pill, I am offering a percentage off right now because it's such an amazing deal and or a product. Mm-hmm. And I want people to get in before summer hits. So it's going to be $190. Ooh, nice. But it normally is $220. And yeah. Well, make sure you guys book with her. Her booking link is in her Instagram bio. You can yes, DM thank you there. Follow to see her pictures. She takes great pictures, really amazing quality. You can see a lot of before and afters of acne clients. Um, of her lash lift, I think was the one you posted today. Um, she does brows, she does acne, aging, she does it all. That massage is really crazy. Mm-hmm. You really got to go look at her page for the massage. Um, I'll definitely have her back so we can do a follow up. I think the follow up ones are always really fun too because we can kind of talk about other specific topics that other people ask us to talk about but I had so much fun today and I've been dying to do this for like literally a year and a half now so thank you for taking the time I know you're tired you just got off of a long day so thank you for taking the time to do this with me and I know I appreciate it because I know we have a lot of the same friends um Mm -hmm. on Instagram so I know that they're gonna you know take a lot um from this and you're going to Vegas this year right I am going to Vegas this year, and we are going to take pictures and party. If you see and me I'm there, I'm pregnant and vomiting all over the trade show floor, guys. <laughs> this is a big win for yes, me. Um, it where is. are you staying? I don't even know yet. I looked up. I want to stay somewhere. Sorry, my son is out of crazy. Um, I want to stay somewhere within walking distance, and I think the win. Okay, is, no one's walking from the wind. <laughs> oh, I don't oh, I know where it's Vegas. Vegas. The you last time I went to a no. trade show was in 2012. Okay, but you've been to Vegas. You know you don't walk so. anywhere. There's like no walking. The Conrad, <laughs> I think, is the closest. And nobody, you, 
you can't even walk from that. Like there, it takes like one to like twenty five miles. Because when you live in Saint, when you live in Saint George, you don't go to Vegas. We hate Vegas. Really? We don't enjoy it. Yes. Oh, well, when you're from California, you go to Vegas. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'm not walking, so I, I don't know where. No, I'm but stay at the wind though, because I only stay at the wind. So it oh, you just yes. come with us. Um, okay. but my Staying point was every hotel is like ten miles long, so you're not walking anywhere. And if there's okay. any competitions that are like, I walk, you're crazy and high because it's 120 <laughs> damn degrees, and it probably is a five mile walk because I know it is because that's it. That's what it is. So don't walk anymore. You guys can come with us. <laughs> Okay. Um, but I'm maybe they are high obsessed with the win the win is the best um it's my favorite hotel I'm okay. obsessed with it um every other trade show I don't go big but I I have to teach for Vegas because it's Vegas and it this year Vegas. they're changing it up they're doing an education day only and then they're doing the trade show floor and education. Oh my God. so it's very different and very weird and I don't know what to think about it but I've signed up for like a thousand to teach like a thousand classes this year so I'm <laughs> will be in cl- teaching a million classes. So that's where you can find me. Our booth is way too big um, in Vegas this year. So you'll we are right across from ProCell. And I'm so excited to... Me and you will talk later about this. Because we I will. chat with you about that. Okay. Um, but we'll be at the win together in Vegas. We'll be at the win. So if you guys are thinking about going to trade shows, definitely go to the Vegas one. It's obviously the most fun because it's Vegas and because I won't be pregnant. So yay. <laughs> All right. It was good talking to you. Thank you, you so much. Make sure you guys follow her, book with her, and stay tuned for the next podcast with the next estheticians. And thank you guys for joining and have a good rest of your day. Thanks, Jess. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you to all my skin friends out there who are listening. Do not forget to subscribe and don't forget your sunscreen.